BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. We are live at phillyvoice.com slash the middle. On uh, what day is this? A Wednesday, Barrett? It's Wednesday uh, hump day. Hump day is what they uh, all the old radio dopes used to say. Hump day. <laughs> I, I was never a big hump day guy. And when right. the Geico commercial came out with the camel, that kind of sealed it for me. I'm like, I'm never going to say hump day again <laughs> in the context of a radio show. So I'm, I don't want to violate that today. But we're we are uh, we're flying as a duo today. No yes. shander. A mm-hmm. couple of programming notes. We're only going to be on an hour today. It's an hour of power. I've come with so much content. Well, I told uh, you that. That Barrett's head is already spinning. I, we're going to take you inside here because <laughs> of how we prep for a show. We got. I was doing my podcast, my golf podcast this morning, which is, is done usually every Wednesday morning around 8 o'clock we start. And I get this text and I start getting phone calls from you know, Krause's calling me. I can't answer the phone because I'm doing the podcast. And all these texts start flying in about Aton not going to be able to do the show today because he's allegedly sick. Allegedly. And I, allegedly. And I texted that uh, to you because you were like, what's wrong with Aton? And I said, well, he's allegedly sick. And your response cracked me up. I'm doing it in the middle of the podcast. I start laughing. And you go, I hate that. Spring is my worst allergy season also. You thought instead of allegedly, I said allergy. Well, I was actually driving during the time. And I'm driving. I looked down. And I just glanced at it. And it said Aton was sick. I'm like, it figures. So I'm yeah. like, all right, you know. But I thought about it. It is allergy time. But then I looked at it again and saw, I said, oh, my goodness. Um, CTE. Yes. Too many hits. <laughs> no, but like we, I was thinking about that allergy. We should get an allergy uh, like medication as a sponsor this time. You like a Zyrtec or something, you know, to, I, to promote on the show. Exactly. Right? We need something like that. You know I didn't I mean? know I, that you were a bad allergy sufferer. Oh, man. You know, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst, especially during the spring. You know, everybody's saying, oh, you know, new life. Well, new life is hell for me. I'm just letting yeah. you know. It's hell right. for me because, I mean, it's just, I mean, all it's, it's so bad out here where I'm at. That when the trees start doing their thing, mm-hmm. it's a coat. I mean, I literally I have a black cars. All my cars are black, and they literally turn yellow from all oh. the pollen and stuff. That it's disgusting. Isn't oh, it, it that, is that man. yellow powder everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, the concept of what it is, it's like horrible. You know what I mean? I, I'm with you on that, but uh, I know apparently he doesn't have allergies. My thinking is, and I think the the stream is already on to him. Uh, Eric. Uh, Harak checks in and he said, golf fever, question mark. <laughs> this is the <laughs> nicest day thus far of the year, Barrett. It's going to be in no the question. 60s today. 
And yesterday was pretty nice. I think it got up into the early, uh, low 50s. It was beautiful. I think yesterday he was so frustrated that he couldn't go out and play at least nine holes that he said, screw it. I'm going to call in sick. The Sixers don't play until Thursday. Nobody cares about the Flyers. We don't have Jason on today to talk about that awful game last night that they ended right. up winning in a shootout. They ended up winning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they ended up winning. Thank and who's God. who's between the pipes? Well, not your boy. Well, oh, he didn't. No, it wasn't. It was Hart. It was oh, Carter Hart. No. It wasn't your boy, oh, Moose. No. I didn't miss, I didn't watch the game, man, because I was busy outside in my uh, – in my garage, right? I mean, right. I, I was I was totally tied into working on my car. Well, I don't I don't totally blame you, uh, to be honest with you, because I mean, I didn't watch it either. But we're not going to be talking much, you know, any hockey today. We'll wait till tomorrow. Well, you we did have... say the Sixers, though. Yeah. How about this, Embiid and Ben are out for the next week at least. Is that right? Yes, they're out because for at least of the a COVID week. tracing. Yes, they have huh. seven. They have to be quarantined for seven days. Wow. So, so now. I mean, Eric says that Hart got pulled after the first period, so your boy did come in there and well, save the day. I heard that you know he's playing better, and since he's playing better, why don't they let him play until you know Carter until Carter gets out of this funk that he's in? Right. Well, I, I mean, mean yeah. that's only right. I mean, if he's playing better hockey right now, why not yeah. give him an opportunity? Right. I mean, Carter Hart's going to play for for a long time. He's a young guy. Right. I mean, he's our guy. Yeah, but you got to go with the ace right now, and he's going to go through some ups and downs. I mean, it's Absolutely. it's just part of the 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 deal with that position, especially for a young guy. Uh, I mean, all you know, all but you know, maybe a handful of the great ones in history have ever gone you know their careers without some some valleys. You know, when when you're a goaltender in the National Hockey League, but we will touch on one issue with hockey, is that I noticed this and ESPN, which notoriously neglects and just acts like hockey doesn't exist. It's hard right. to find anything on their website regarding hockey. You have to really want to look for it to find the NHL tab, okay? But I did see this uh, last night, early this morning. The NHL will be on ESPN for a seven-year deal that apparently was uh, leaked ESPN hasn't announced it yet on their website. It's no, it's nowhere to be wow. found. But I would imagine in the next day or two, they will probably announce it. But they are, are now going to pick up hockey again for a seven-year deal. And you know what they do. If they have it on their television networks, they talk about it. They promote it. Uh, it'll be front and center on the website. So hockey is going to get a lot more attention uh, no for seven years. We'll, we'll get bombarded now. Yeah, like hockey this, hockey that. In fact, there might be some more uh, uh, talent they got to bring in to talk about it. Because at right. this point, who really talks about it? Nobody, in, um, you know, this. I mean, it's either a football guy or a basketball guy at that network. Right. Every so. now and then they roll Barry Melrose out of mothballs <laughs> and they put a nice pinstripe suit on him. He puts some nice uh, product in the hair. He's got the most beautiful head of hair. Right. And somewhere right. up in New York State, they'll stick a camera in front of him and talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. And exactly. then back to bed he goes for the right, right, right. They put him they put him up for the winter. I mean uh, for the for the summer. Put him up for the summer. Right. Bring him out only during hockey time. Yeah. Right. But right. and you know who else is doing somersaults right now? It's Linda Cohn. Oh, who is a no huge hockey fan? Exactly on ESPN, exactly. and maybe exactly. Buchagross. Is he still there, John Buchagross? He was a hockey guy. I don't think so. No, no, he is. He is there. He is he's there. there. Yeah, he's there. He's still what there. the hell does he do? Well, I mean, he'll have a job now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are going to have to get to work. So that's good. Yeah, Buchagross have to be there. That's good for the sport, though. It really well, is. They absolutely needed it. You know, yeah. it's, it's gonna it's gonna reinfuse, um, you know, that sport. 
you know, in the United States. No question. At this point, it, it hasn't been something that people talk about. I don't know what baseball is going to do. They got to do something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, they got to get the fans back. In order to get the fans back, you got to get these kids involved with it. You know, I mean, the only reason why hockey is not a big sport down here is because it's, it's so expensive for kids to really get involved with it. So that's yeah. why you see a lot of kids from up north will do it. Down south, you know, it's, it's too expensive to have hockey rinks and things that nature down there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all done indoors anyway, pretty much. Right, right, you know, right, so. right. But I did see so- something baseball related uh, in my text that I sent you with all these different things that we're going to yeah. cover today. Um, I saw it actually on John McMullen's Twitter feed. It was uh, regarding Bryce Harper. We'll get to that in a second. But I sent you just to take people behind the scenes, and people are weighing in on the stream right now, and you can, uh, uh, you know, send in anything, and I'll read it. I'll, I pay attention to the stream. Yeah, eight, eight, right. You and I pay attention to the stream. For some reason, Aton gets very distracted, and he doesn't yeah. really give the stream a lot of attention, but you'll get it today. But I sent you directly a text this morning, okay? I'm going to take people inside here. I said, right. Uh, all right, here's some things I want to hit on today. And then I rattled off like six or seven different things, which are all relevant. And you go affirmative. Man, that's a ton for an hour show. <laughs> That's a lot of teasing there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Now, not only teasing, but you got to deliver on the tease. Right, 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 right. right. So you have me. I mean, it's it's great that you did it that way because I mean, I then because I I kind of knew I what was going on and 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 all those topics. Right. But then you know, like you said with baseball, I saw the Bryce Harper. And I yeah. said, oh, what did he say? Right. You know, I well, looked it up, and that, that's perfect, man. It's perfect. Oh, you did see this? Yes. Okay, because I saw it. It was actually on, uh, I guess he was on uh, one of the Philly radio stations uh, today, this morning. And the quote is that uh, they're talking about analytics, I guess. Right. And his, you know, what is his viewpoint? Because analytics has totally, is taking over sports. It has totally taken over baseball. It's been, you know, it's it's a lot. It's very prevalent in the NBA, too. Guys that cover the league are very analytically driven, uh, football, you know, you name it, golf too. Uh, it's it's all over the place. Yes. Bryce Harper was asked about it, and he says, quote, I don't really understand most of it for hitting and things like that. I've never looked at the numbers part. I've never been a big numbers guy. So he it doesn't figure into him at all. He's old school. He just wants to go out there and find a good pitch to hit and drive it. I can't stand analytics. Me neither, man. I mean, how, how – it's going. It's getting to the point now that you know it's, it's like the numbers. They're not even going to start batting anymore. They're not even going to go out there and play anymore because the numbers are going to dictate what's supposed to happen. It's just right. you know, put it in the computer. All right, this is the way the game's going to end. Right, it'll be oh, a simulated, man. a simulated right. game played on a computer. Right, that's pretty right. much. What we don't need be. you anymore. Right. I mean, I understand. I understand how it's starting to get more involved with it, but. There's just so many dynamics as far as the heart and feel of the game. And, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I think that's what he's talking about. You know, the heart and feel of the game, you know, you, you can't really put that, um, you know, in an equation. You know, yeah. if, if you look at it, managers have to understand what their team is doing. I mean, mm-hmm. they wake up on the wrong side of the bed sometimes or the right side of the bed. A manager sees that. He feels that. He gets involved with the game. It's not going to necessarily go with the analytics that what's going on inside the game. A right. guy might be frustrated and, and want to take it out on the ball, and that's why he's swinging the way he's swinging. Or he, you know, he 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 went in and you know the, the night, night before and found something that he really liked as far as a pitch, and then bam, you know he's he's doing this, and his game is taken to another level. You can't get those from analytics. You can't mm-hmm. get that feeling from analytics. Yeah, there's before, a lot. Of, he never did that. There's a lot of gut 
feel that goes into Absolutely. baseball and really other sports. But I realize that there's a purpose for it. I shouldn't say I hate analytics and I'm, you know, Penguin AZ says I'm out on analytics. <laughs> I realize there's a purpose, you know, there's a purpose for it. There's a place for it. I just don't like the over-reliance on it, I yes. think is the way I really want to phrase it. Like it, there is a part of it that is very helpful and, you know, indicative of things, of outcomes and all that kind of stuff. I get all that. I just don't like the like to keep it with baseball, like the manager, like the Gabe Kapler type of manager yes, yes. that manages solely from analytics and from, you know, what what the math says like that. That bothers me. Well, it's hard because you're sitting there looking at all these numbers. And you're not looking at the guy mm -hmm. you know, looking at what he's doing. I mean, you, you, you get to the plate and you're going to tell me because he swang well, he's 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 going through the the analytics of how he's supposed to swing in a contact, but he isn't hitting the ball or he isn't hitting it where it's supposed to be. Sometimes you got to choke down on a bat and, right. and, and hit it in a certain direction because of what's going on in the outfield or what the team is doing. You adjust with feeling, not necessarily with analytics. I mean, if you look at it, if they're saying, all right, we you know, we're, we're trying to grip it and rip it, and you see the infield playing way back, then why not hit it in the middle of the field? Why not mm -hmm. hit it past second? You know, hit play, you got to play the game like that. Well, they, you know, I, I got really pissed off with him when he keeps talking about, well, the guys are swinging the bats well. You know, if you mm -hmm. look at the, you know, the the the, the height of what they, in which they swung and, you know, the, you know, analytics of how angle. it came off the ball. Launch, Launch angle. angle. I hate that. Launch what does angle. that have to do with Crap. them striking out? Yeah, it's either a you know strikeout or a try, trying to hit <laughs> right. a home run. And that's, that's <laughs> right. what has really ruined baseball for me. Right. Right. You know, get on but, base, score runs, period. Exactly. Yeah, the, you know the old school stuff for baseball to me is the is the best stuff. I know I sound like a really old man, you know, yelling at yelling at the clouds, but that's just the way it is. Now I want to get your take on a couple of these games. We got some Eagles issues here today. Um, I wanted to bring up again the Jeffrey Lurie comments on the quarterback position, right? Uh, but you know where he says, you know, we're, we're basically going to build around Jalen Hurts, and I, I don't want any quarterback competition, which le leads everybody, including me, to believe that they're not going to take a quarterback with the sixth overall pick uh, in the first round if they do indeed draft with the sixth overall pick. And I'm thinking about it, Barrett, and I don't know if this crossed your mind or not. I'm like, where was this idea or this mindset last year? When it came, you know, when you've already had a franchise quarterback, okay, yes. that was about to have a bad year, I get it. But we didn't know he was going to have this bad year come this time last year, right? You're I don't ready think he would have. I don't know. Yeah, If, he, exactly. if they don't direct Jalen Hurts, maybe, maybe he's not affected, you know, and has a decent year. I don't know. Who knows? But the point is, it's like where you already had your franchise quarterback, okay, that is – exhibited all kinds of toughness and played, you know, and obviously he got hurt, but he's a tough guy. He was a, seemed like, yeah, he was he the perfect leader? No, but he was pretty good. And where and was, was that mindset going into the draft about let's build around, continue to build around Carson? Exactly. So I'm, 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 I'm thinking the same thing, Harry, you know, it's funny you said that I'm thinking the same thing. And we, we, if we go off what happened last or well, the year before last, you know, or, you know, if we're looking into, you know, before the bad year. Mm -hmm. To me, I felt like he was on his way up because he took some guys that wouldn't necessarily have been on the field. Right. They would have been on the practice squad. Greg Ward. Yes. Yeah. And willed them to the playoffs. One of the last, and I don't care, I don't care about 
you know, the, the, the division being back is you play who you play. You're sure. in a division who you're in a division with. Has nothing to do with that. But you were able to manufacture points, offense, from guys that shouldn't have been on the field. And he was lacking so much in other areas for his talent. Right. I mean, it was crazy that he was able to execute an offense with 12 personnel being the number one personnel package for them. You know, and, yeah. you know, didn't have any. He had two receivers in one game that dressed. How do you go into a game with two receivers dressed? That's almost impossible to do. Yeah. And he was able to do an executed offense. So to me, I thought, all right, well, he used what he had, and I just knew he was going to have a great year going into this year. Uh, I, I thought the offensive line was going to be held. This before yeah. Brandon Brooks and his injury. I thought he was on the rise. He was on his way up as opposed to him having the year that he had. But then you turn around in, in, in April, late April, and draft the quarterback instead of drafting the guy that's going to help him, you know, because you didn't help in the first round. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I, I think they could have got a. a well, they could have gotten a, a better receiver. They could have gotten Jefferson. Yeah. So, Jeez. but then the second round, I'm thinking, all right, there's an opportunity there. There's mm -hmm. some great talent there that they can get at the wide receiver position to help him out. Right. Could have used the safety too. Oh, exactly. You know, they could have used a lot of different types of positions. Yeah. And lo and behold, they say, Jalen Hurts. Now, yeah. I mean, I love Jalen Hurts now. I'm right. Not, I'm, I, got, I'm I got nothing. I got nothing. Nothing against, against the kid. No. But how is that helping your quarterback? A guy, when you, and, and this is my philosophy. If, if I was a GM or I was a, you know, in, 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 the, in that locker room, I would get somebody that could contribute. The first three rounds, one through the third round, are rounds in which you're supposed to get guys that can come in and contribute day one. Mm hmm. The first three rounds of guys that come in, whether it be on special teams, offense, defense, whatever, they're supposed to contribute and play day right. one. I got drafted in the second round. I was expected to come out whether I was going to start a guard or I was going to start a tackle. Really, right. you know, Bernard Williams at the time was a first-round pick a year before, had a great season, um, played well, and then got caught up, you know what I'm saying, he got kept getting busted for smoking weed. Well, mm -hmm. let me start at, at – at, at, at tackle instead of guard. They brought me in to play guard. Right. But he got busted, so I had to kick out the tackle. Then they brought in um, they brought in a guy, McIntyre. So I played tackle. He played guard. But the dynamics of, of, of you coming in, Mike Mamula was going to play. He was the first-round guy. Mm -hmm. In the second round, they got Bobby Taylor. He started day one. They started, They brought him in to stop and shut down Michael Irvin. Poor Mike Mamula, man. I know. It wasn't him that drafted himself seventh right. overall or whatever it was, right? It wasn't his fault. You know, it was he was expected to be great off a of combine. Yeah. Off, and you know what? I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. It's a quick story about Mike. Um, our senior years, we played in the in the Aloha Bowl together, Boston College against Kansas State. And I mean, he was the guy, man. He he was just a sack leader. He was Killing people um, that year. Mm -hmm. Well, we play him. Uh, we we play him in Hawaii, and he's going against our right tackle, and he's killing Jim Himaluski. I mean, he's killing them. So we go we go in at halftime. He's got two and a half sacks already in the game. In the going first half. halftime, yes, right. in the first half. And this is a bowl game, right? Yeah, bowl game. This, okay. this is Aloha, but we're so we're. I mean, it was great, man, because at the time I was taking money from agents. You know what I'm saying? I had like 10 grand well, yeah. in my pocket from agents sending that's, me money. That's what I wanted to get to eventually. In but... Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> in right. Hawaii to say anything. It was in Hawaii. Right. And plus, it's it's a hula bowl. It's probably the only bowl on at that time during hey. whatever day that was. So it everybody's was watching football is watching him yes. destroy your offensive line. 
Killing him, killing right. him. I mean, he was killing him. And it was on paid on Christmas Day, the 25th, Christmas Day. Right. So we were the only game on in town. So long story long, we're coming out of halftime. We're walking back into the stadium. He said, hey, B, we got to switch sides, man. I can't stop this guy. If you want to win, we got to switch sides. I was like, dude, I can't just go to right tackle. I've never played right tackle before. I am a left tackle. I've been a left tackle my entire career, you know, at, in, in college. She's like, B, you got to do it. Can you imagine if you did it, what the coaches would? What, what, what's I what's did Brooks do it. doing? No. Oh, no. So, Harry, I did do it. So I go to the right side, and I'm going, I'm in the game, so I'm going against a guy named Colin Stalin. You know, I'm, I'm killing him. You know, mm-hmm. He ended up getting drafted you know, pretty high in the draft to Minnesota. So we laugh about this. So I go to right side. He goes to left side. We break the huddle break, and we get to the line. He looks over, and he sees me. Mamula looks at me and sees me, looks me in my eyes. He does like this and looks on the other side. He calls Colin Stalin. Hey, Stalin, Stalin, come back over here. Hey, you're over here. They switch sides. Mamula goes over there and, uh, and plays against Jim. Mm-hmm. Gets a sack the very next play, but it was so bad he couldn't even touch him because he couldn't get out of stance. He never played left tackle before. He couldn't even get out of stance. Another sack. So we just said, you know what, man? It doesn't matter where. He's going to follow right. you wherever you He's go. He's just going to line up there. wherever that guy goes. <laughs> How great is that? So what, so what did he end he got up him with? Drafted. What did he end he, up with? Three and a half sacks. Okay, so you, your team, it always comes back to Kansas State on this show for some reason. (laughs) So your Kansas State Wildcats were really largely responsible for the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Mike Mamula in the first round. You have to say it was all my fault because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't play both tackles at the same right, time. Right, right. We, we, we didn't get to clone Barrett Brooks at halftime, unfortunately. Wow. You know what we should have did? We should have did. We should have. I, I should have just followed wherever he went. I'd go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, it was you're crazy. in motion, like the left tackle in motion. You know, you're like a tight end. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, now let's get back to the ten thousand dollars that right, you right. allegedly allegedly got uh, <laughs> while you were over in Hawaii. You got to tell me about the the week leading into that because you probably went over there a couple days, five six days early for the bowl yes. festivities. Oh, that had goodness. to be awesome. Unbelievable, man! Unbelievable, man! We're in a nice hotel, and I didn't know it was that expensive in Hawaii. It was mm. crazy expensive back then. A Big Mac was eight bucks. This wow. is back in nineteen ninety four. Jeez. Eight bucks for a Big Mac, not right. the meal, just just, just the Big the Mac sandwich. Yeah, yes, you know, I mean, it was crazy, man. I'll, I'll tell you another story, man. I, I was, I was, I was appalled. I was, I was felt so disrespected. I, I, I really wanted to, you know, what I'm saying cuss this lady out, you know, but I couldn't because my mom, um, she taught me never to do that. So I was like, oh. but I'm in this little trinket store looking for a trinket for my mother. Right. The little, you know, the crystal trinkets. That's okay. all they have in there is tr- crystal trinkets. So not I like a charm some- bracelet, like a charm for a charm bracelet. You were looking no, for a okay. The, the little crystal, like they had, like you know, dolphins or butterflies, okay. stuff like that, unicorns. So I'm in there, and the lady on this, I didn't know that there's a high population of Asians in Hawaii, okay, a huge yeah. population. So I walk in, so she sees this black kid, and thinks that I'm stealing. I'm like. You you someone you get out you get out I'm like what are you talking about what, Wait, what's going on she profiled you walking she into profiled her me store? bro called the police on me I didn't even know I I I am I am just totally in the dark all I know is this 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 Asian lady just followed me around her store I'm like why is she following me what is the problem here I got five thousand dollars you know I had to bring a whole ten I just I got five thousand dollars in my pocket. Okay. In my pocket. Oh, this isn't going well. Oh no, it didn't go well at yeah. all. Oh mm. man! I, by the time wow. I got to acting a fool in there, 
I mean, I told I thought I was almost to the point. Like, I said, man, call my head coach. This, this, some got to be done about this. Well, there's no she way that they the police. Could, there's no way that she could have thought you were stealing if she knew you had five thousand dollars on you. Like, you're it, not going to steal. You have money. Right. Well, then when the police came, they said, "Sir, you know, you got to say I'm going to leave." But she just profiled me. She just just knew. I, I said, "You know what? Let me show you some officer." So I pulled the money out, and I'm like, you know, talking trash. I mean, I'm talking cash trash then, man. I'm telling everybody, you know what you could do for me. I hate to do it to you. I hate to I, do it to you. <laughs> that's, that's how I started the conversation out. I took it. I threw the money on the ground. I said, touch it if you want to. And I picked it up in front of him and threw it down. I mean, I, I acted a fool. Wow. And then walked out of there, man. I was so mad and so hot that she thought that I was stealing in her store. None of them trinkets were worth more than five bucks, and I have right. five thousand dollars in my. Pocket. So you didn't get you one, obviously, right? Oh no, no, no. So what no, did I, you do? What did you get for your mom? Nothing. I, I got my mom a whole bunch of stuff. Probably oh. more stuff than I needed to get her. In fact, I, oh, I had okay. so much stuff I had to ship it to her. All right, good. Yeah. All right. Well, so, so you found a store that would that wasn't going to profile anybody, <laughs> right. and you bought from them. Wow. Right. It was unbelievable, man. There's always a story. I tell you, when we get to Kansas State, it's it's always something. <laughs> And speaking of Kansas, um, you saw this yesterday. We didn't touch on it for some reason. Les Miles is out at Kansas as the head football coach. Wow. And I'm thinking, yeah, he's only been there a couple years. Three years. He's hardly won any games. I mean, that's a hard place to win. It is. But then I find out. Right. It's it's difficult to recruit, and you can expound upon that. But I I read he's not out because of lack of bad performance. Yeah. They fired him. Because of something back at LSU Eight that years apparently, prior. yeah, that apparently resurfaced or surfaced that he was involved in like sexual misconduct. Yes. So evidently, um, there were accusations that um, women that were in the athletic department, there were students, right, felt uncomfortable with his presence, and uh, evidently he's he's supposed to proposition to proposition one of the students that a. Hey, if you if you if you go back to the hotel with me, yeah, I will make sure your career blossoms and yeah. grows. And uh, you know, he they went through everything. LSU went through and, and I mean they ended up firing him after the fourth game of the allegations, you know, that that year. And then, you know, they went through everything. They 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 you know, LSU turned every stone. They got he got sued and they tried to sue him and everything else, but nothing ever came came about it. Well, we I don't know if anything came about it. Um, they may have paid under the table. Whatever it was, there was nothing that came about from it. Well, so, I, I thought he always – I thought he got fired at LSU because he could never find a quarterback. No, he got fired during the fourth year because of this. So they swept everything under the rug. They oh. kept it quiet. And that's why he was able to tell Kansas that he has nothing that will embarrass the University of Kansas in his past. That's how he was able to do it because yeah, because I'm thinking like don't they have to vet him before they hired him at Kansas? Apparently yes. they they thought they did right. Well, they thought they crossed every T and dotted every I, but they didn't see that because LSU had covered it up. Wow! And because nobody was able to sue him, ever you know all the people involved with it um, were either paid off or he might not have done it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you never know. Um, nothing came of it. So it resurfaces. Another law firm goes in and takes the case mm-hmm. and they reintroduce everything. And as far as, you know, going through the case and, you know, all the, all the um, substantial evidence and, the, you know, all that stuff. And they said with the amount of evidence that was there, that he should have been prosecuted. Wow. That's incredible. So, yeah. So long story long, that, that law firm didn't interview him. Mm-hmm. They didn't interview any of the, the people that were involved. 
uh, the people that he was, you know, that were suing him. They they didn't ask any of them any information. They just went by the information they had in the court case. So his lawyers all mad, like, look, you got this guy fired because of allegations that happened eight to ten years ago. Jeez. And now, you know, it comes up here, you know, and you're firing them now for this. This is wrong. Yada, 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 mm. yada. They ain't even, they mean, but I can see how it can be, you know, looked at as, all right, you really just picking on this guy. And, you know, and, and, and but I could also see, well, that's a lot of power given to one man yeah. in the organization. It'd be interesting to see if he was going like nine and three every year, right. how they would have reacted to this. Cause it's pretty easy to throw the guy out of there. Cause he's like two and 10, you know, and, and, you know, he's getting, <laughs> getting their rear, rear ends kicked. All right. We got a break. We do break on this show. Uh, we got some, uh, some ads to play. Xander's going to pop those up for us and we'll be right back for the next half hour here on the, you're talking, you're listening to the middle at phillyvoice.com slash the middle Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. We will return. The, 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 middle. the middle. It's you called know, the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's a nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park? Central Park, yeah. Central Park, yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. <laughs> it's probably the most famous green space on the planet. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Firm handles all types of personal injury cases, and managing partner Brian Fritz tells your story to a jury to secure your future. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. Remember, a personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bian Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. Many of our clients have become uh, lifelong personal friends. Call Brian Fritz of Fritz and Bian Cooley. 215-458-2222 for a free consultation. 215-458-2222. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, we're back on the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks got you for another half hour, taking it to the top. Aton's not in today. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Apparently he's sick. I think he's golfing, but uh, we'll, we'll figure <laughs> well, this out tomorrow. You're right, man. I think he might be golfing. Considering the fact yeah. he's only got like, what, three or four months until he's going to be a, a, a dad. and That's you know, the point. Yeah, that's cool. the point. But I'm so <laughs> glad it was you who brought that up. Okay, because I, I would feel that like I'm I'm piling on our buddy Aton. But you're exactly right. He's he's looking at his window. Yes. and it's closing. Okay? Shrinking. It's shrinking. 
Okay, his his life will no longer be his in about two and a half to three months. So we he keeps on telling us that nothing's going to change, that he and his wife, you know, his wife's a big golfer and they're going to they're going to play as much golf and it's going to be great. Everybody's going to share taking care of the kids. It's, you know, all this thing. He's got it all planned out. Well, it, 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 he has no idea. Right. Only if his in-laws live with him will mm -hmm. that happen. Right. And I don't think that he can handle that in his life at this point. I mean, they we can't handle him. him. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Forget about him. Think about them. <laughs> they couldn't take it. They could not take it. You know, no can way. you imagine that? You know, <laughs> like you and I get him for two hours a day for five days a week. It's enough. Well, we have to take a break. That's why right. usually radio shows are usually four hours. It's, that's why we only have two. Yeah, right. There's only so much you could take exactly. every single day. Right. You know and I mean? plus, he's got 16 other shows he's got to do. <laughs> a 91 LSXer says he's AK, he's got AKA, he had a Peloton injury. <laughs> a Peloton. He was holding the, he was holding the, the, um, the iPad and fell. <laughs> and fell. Right. He just fell right off the bike. He got kind of mad about that. He was kind of offended. You're not, yeah, just, he did. I mean, I, I started to say this is what I started to say. I said, "Well, you can buy an iPad for, you know, mm -hmm. what six hundred yeah. bucks? Yeah, let alone pay for that." He's like, "This isn't an iPad." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny yesterday, actually. All so right. I just I, left it alone, man. I left it alone, bro. I now we got a lot alone. to get to in this last half hour, and I see on the stream, uh, guys are throwing up here golf bets for the big tournament this week. Oh, uh, the Players Championship. Um, you said this is one of the big ones, right? Yeah, it's it's almost it's like a it's like they call it like the fifth major. Okay, like it's it's okay. basically the fifth most important tournament uh each year. But I think 48 of the top 50 players in the world will be playing. Of course, Tiger Woods, not one of them, and Brooks yep. Kepka is not one of is is mm -hmm. out. But other than that, it's a tremendous field. It's a really good golf course. Jeff Bruder on the stream actually offered up some of his picks. He likes Max Homa in a top 20 at plus 400. Now, is that on DraftKings? Where are you getting that number? Because that's pretty good value for a guy who has been really playing really well uh, the last couple of uh, events, including including a, a win a couple of weeks ago in L.A. Will Zalatoris, he likes in a top 20 at plus 350. That kid, that rookie, has been playing out of his mind the last couple yeah. of weeks. That's a good one, too. Keegan Bradley. Now, interesting he brings him up in a top 20 at plus 500. I have Keegan Bradley this week, and I have him in a top 30. He's actually uh, plus 275 for top 30 in DraftKings. Bruder's got him at uh, plus 500 for a top 20. Um, last, week, yeah, last week he was 10th, and in this tournament – in 2019, which is the last year they actually played the full tournament, because last year this is when it got shut down. After yep. one round, yep. everything got shut down, and you know the sports world was dead for for three plus months until golf got it started again in June. Yep. But Bradley was tied for 16th in 2019, also tied for seventh in 2018. So he's got some success at this uh, at this golf course. I like that. Uh, I like those plays out of Bruder. Yeah, he said uh, it was on DraftKings too. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's that's where I get mine too. Well, Draft you know what, man? I mean, we, I mean, that's 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 kind of uh that's kind of crazy, man. It was this week, yeah, that they shut everything down in the world. 
you know, not just in the United States, in the world. Well, yeah. You remember, like, down. over in China, and then, of course, Italy was getting hammered, yeah, like, yeah. long before it really got bad here. And it was all over the news because I was still watching the news then. This is what got me to stop watching the news, and my right. life has been better for it. <laughs> um, but I'm not recommending that for anybody. That's just me. But anyway, yeah, you're right. This week, Barrett, I can remember last year because, of course, I'm watching the players on Thursday. And then Friday, I'm thinking, well, they're going to come back. They can play golf. They're all outside. You know, everything's cool. And then they shut it down. That's when I knew everything was going to go. Oh, no question. But the yep. Big East tournament, if I remember correctly, was it Thursday where there was a game actually being played and they shut it down at halftime? Yep. And that yep. was the end. Like, that might have been the last outside of golf sport event that took place was that half of a game in the Big East tournament. Harry, the day before, I had mm -hmm. to go and um, essentially, you know, if I wanted something out of my uh, out of my desk or anything inside of the building, yeah. I had to go the day before and get everything out at the office because they totally shut the Wells Fargo down. See, I, I work for NBC, NBC right. Sports, and our offices and our studios are inside the Wells Fargo Center. In fact, my office, I could walk straight across the hallway from my office and go into the the, um, the suites you know, to watch the games. And we had to go in and get everything that um, that we wanted to keep mm -hmm. and, and and grab it and take it out the building. That was your one shot to do it, yeah, right? You or couldn't else go back. you would not be able to go in the building. And we weren't allowed in the building until probably the end of July, prepping us for going into, um, you know, going into the season. And even then we went in there one time and – we talked for 30 minutes and then we were gone again because they had to finish sterilizing the place in right. the season because they had just canceled the whole preseason. Mm. So we I'd have to be in there until the first game of the season doing the um, pregame and postgame show. Wow. So which is kind of crazy, man, because this is the first time that um that I'll only have to pay city wage tax like maybe for 20 days during the season. I love you how you keep track of that too. That I mean, is awesome. <laughs> 21 is... days. So all those days I paid city wage tax. I get all that back. Mm -hmm. All of it back. Oh, good. I can't wait to tax. I mean, I, April 15th can't come fast enough for me. Right, right. I good. get all the money back, all of it, because I paid for nothing. That's Give me good. my city wage tax back. That's good that you keep track of that stuff. I, I admire no that. Now, do you, do you remember? <laughs> uh, you can, you can, give us your take but i remember the first couple of weeks we didn't know what you know we were being told something different like every you know 6 minutes about this stupid virus right about how you could get it or maybe get it where you even thought or people even thought like just going outside you could inhale it like and right. get it you know like yep. you could just be outside you could catch it right yeah. you didn't even have to be around anybody and you could catch it you could catch it from touching your mail because yeah. we used to put our mail in the garage and leave it out there for a couple of days. You know, and they say, well, if you leave it go for like a week, it should be good. So then you'd, <laughs> you'd leave your mail in your, on your floor in my garage for a week. Jerry, it was so I'm a, ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to say this, man. And I, I feel, man, I feel real stupid for saying it, man. I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyways, because that's what I do. I'm going to give you. I'm, I don't have a problem with making fun of myself. But right. we uh, do a lot of wholesaling. For the boss lady's uh um her business her company yeah 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 her companies you know so we do a lot of wholesaling and I can remember those boxes were coming in and we were wholesaling from from China and it was like five big boxes sitting on the porch 
<laughs> and me and my son are looking at it like, hey, man, I'm not touching that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not touching it either. Right. <laughs> You touch it first. Yeah, it's still inside. We were thinking that the little popping bubbles, you know, the popping bubbles got the virus in it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know the bubbles that you pop like that. Yeah, the uh, we were thinking if if we pop them bubbles, it's gonna (laughs) release the virus. Those molecules that you kept. Remember looking at the stupid molecule that was on everything on the internet oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the on the like, news. That dumb molecule. Yeah, with yeah. the little horn. You know, yeah, the, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> it was crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, crazy. I mean, everything was going. I can remember, man. Just you know, just 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 nonsense, man. Like it was fights where people. If you stay, if you came within six feet of somebody, they were liable to knock you out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, they were able to knock you out. Everything got shut down. So play action real says what, what only an hour today. It's an outrage. Yes. Yeah, right. That's it what we were told. Outrage. We were told an hour. So I'm doing an hour. Yeah. We do. What we're told here. So exactly. All right. Now <laughs> that, that was pretty funny though. Cause I I'm thinking back to like a year ago, like we were so freaked out. You didn't know, you didn't know what was going to happen, you yep. know, day to day. And then gradually, you know, Things started to, I don't want to say get back to normal, but they shut everything down. And then I remember they opened our golf course and we were allowed to go over and play. And I'm telling you, that was unbelievable. Just to be able to get outside and go do something normal, uh, you know, in May or whenever it was. I think it was probably mid-May. Because I think for about a month and a half, two months, everything was pretty much done. Everything was done. I mean, I can remember going to Walmart you know, just before um, everything shut down, they were even, you know, surplus of toilet. There was no toilet paper. Right. Remember that? There was no alcohol. There was there was nothing available inside of Walmart or any other store. I mean, right. it, I mean what is what does toilet paper have to do? Right. Yeah. The stupid <laughs> governor in Pennsylvania <laughs> shut down the liquor stores. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That moron. And then, so, know, yeah. so I, I knew somebody through my other show that I was doing, which started April 1st, like two weeks after the pandemic hits, we started a radio show, me and Bruno. Mm-hmm. And so I'd go down to his house every day in South Philly. This was during the, into- the entire spring and summer. And uh, there was a, a gentleman that listened to the show who worked at a state store in PA. He worked for the liquor control board, I guess. So he's getting messaging in, hey, I got you hooked up. And we arranged to meet and I drive over to this place in Bucks County and I met him and paid him. And it was it was like this illegal transaction is the way it felt like. Like I'm like I'm a I'm a revenuer back in the days of prohibition running <laughs> booze across state lines. It was it was awesome. I, I even oh, went really? down to Maryland for the trip with my buddy. <laughs> To go to a liquor store that I knew was open. That's how desperate we were to get our hands on booze. It, it was crazy, man. I, you know, and looking back, look how many marriages. I mean, you, you got to really love your your mate to to, to go yeah. through that because there's a, there were so many people. Like, all right, um, mm-hmm. who's this person I'm I'm sitting here with? Right. I mean, to be there all the time. Aton got married during the pandemic, right? <laughs> and he's still married. <laughs> Now that's true love. Man. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Now some other stuff I, I did want to hit on. Your boy Levante David, you mentioned him this week. Uh yeah, I believe it was Monday. Yes. You're saying, like, you know, obviously he's a great player and he was a significant part of that uh Super Bowl winning defense. Signed a two-year deal now with the Buccaneers. 
they couldn't let him leave. No. I mean, he's the prototype linebacker now that people are looking for. Mm -hmm. I mean, for him to be able to shut down Kelsey, nobody has done that the entire season. For the last two years, no one has been able to shut down Kelsey the way he did. Right. He mirrored him everywhere he went. I thought they were going to put the put the um the second year guy on, but they 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 chose to put put him on it. And and, and he played such a uh overwhelming game. He had Kelsey so frustrated. So how mm-hmm. can you let that type of player leave? And the way they did it, they signed him that his cap value is only going to be like four million dollars against the cap. Is that right? His his his, his contract is like 20, um, 20 million guaranteed. Mm. The way it works out, twenty million guaranteed is like twenty five million total, you know, something like that. But I cannot believe twenty million of that is guaranteed. But he's worth every yeah. cent of it. Yeah, he is. He's played. He's played at a high level since he's been there. Yep. I hate the fact he's from Nebraska. Nebraska. He went to Nebraska, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a Nebraska yeah. guy. You know, I remember he, your buddy and our my buddy Baldy was yeah, yeah. really high on him coming out in the draft. I think he might have gone in the second or third round. Yep, uh, out of Nebraska, and he was he was raving about Levante David from Nebraska, and he was suggesting that the Eagles, you know, the Eagles, they don't like drafting linebackers. Right, it right. It's, it's, and it shows on our defense. It really it's does. Prowess, yes. You're talking about Devin White, his uh, the Devin other White, line, yes. the other he, linebacker at Tampa. He's a beast. I told him they should have drafted him. I was gun ho on them drafting him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I, I was, I. I was in love with that kid and the way he played. It, it wasn't just because, you know, his ability to blitz, but the big thing with him is the way he moved his hips, the way he was, you know, running from sideline to sideline. He was so fast that he would overrun plays. And I want as a guy like this in the defense, did you just teach him how to, to, to calm down a little bit mm-hmm. and, you know, tell him that, you know, you almost have to put a rev liver in him. Because he's going to get it. Wherever it is, he's going to get it. And he mm-hmm. would overrun plays. If you could just stop him from overrunning plays, he'd be the best linebacker in the league. And lo and behold, him, and they, they've become, you know, the, the best tandem. That's right the now. best tandem in, in the best NFL. Tandem, no question. No yeah. question. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like a Bowman-Harris type of uh, combination that they had back with the 49ers. 49ers, yeah. Bowman and right. Patrick Harris. Those guys were great together. These two are the same, same caliber. All right, so they they re-signed him, uh, which you said they had to do. They they must have been listening. Now, were you listening yesterday? We had John McMullen on, and he had to leave. He stayed for an extra long period of time. Which yeah, he we, did, <laughs> which we really appreciate. He but went he down a rabbit had, hole. Yeah, he had to go to work because he had to do a Daniel Jeremiah conference call. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Jeremiah from the NFL Network, uh, former scout. He worked with the Eagles, I believe. He worked with the Ravens, a couple other organizations. Uh, really well respected. He's basically, you know, their draft guru, and now especially since Mayock had gone, he's now the you know, new Mel Kiper. Right. He's he's the NFL Networks like Mayock again yep. because Mayock's yep. obviously with the Raiders. Um, he had a conference call yesterday with uh, with the media here in Philly, and of course he's got some really good, you know, information and in, you know interesting takes. And I don't know if you saw this. Uh, but he, his take on what the Eagles do at six is pretty interesting, After, especially in light of what uh, owner Jeffrey Lurie said just a few days ago that uh, basically took took them out of the running, at least unless if you think it's a smokescreen, out of the running for a quarterback at number six. But he said, Daniel Jeremiah said, that Howie Roseman has, quote, a tough call when it comes to Hurts versus a potential quarterback if 
because there's a big gap. If there's a big gap between Hertz and a QB, you have to take a quarterback mm. at six. So I'm thinking like, okay, well, who would that be? It wouldn't be Trevor Lawrence. We know he's going number one to, yep. to Jacksonville. But let's say the Jets take uh, the B, the Brigham Young kid. Yeah, Wilson. Wilson. Yep. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yep. Okay, and nobody else jumps up there. Maybe somebody jumps up, but they take uh, uh, the North Dakota State quarterback. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Justin Fields happens to fall, and he's that's, there at six. What do you tough. do? That's tough. You know, the reason why I say that, he is a drop-back quarterback, but he's one hell of an athlete. Mm -hmm. He's a traditional sit-in-the-pocket-and-get-the-ball-down-the-field type of quarterback. But he is such a great athlete. He's fast. He's strong. He's elusive. He can make plays with his legs. And he's bigger than Hurts. He's bigger than Hurts. He's got he's a stronger a drop arm. Yeah. Back quarterback. Yeah. Who has one hell of an arm. Yeah. He's an accurate thrower. He's tough he's, too. Exactly. He is he he goes into his second and third read, not just his first and second, but his second and third read. Mm -hmm. So He's what you want in a quarterback if you have an opportunity to 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 pick up a quarterback. And at this point, I think he's the best of the bunch. After you get you know leave Lawrence, that would be interesting if if something like that were to happen, where you know a, a, a talent like that is sitting there at six. What do they do? I well, mean, if, that's the problem. Because you, you listen you to the owner. Thing. Yeah, if you, if you listen to the owner, what you'd have to trade out because somebody would want to trade up there for him, right? Exactly. They would have to. They would have to. And at this point, if they go with the owner, said the owner said he wants to build around Hertz. Yeah, so no if competition. You build around Hertz. Yes. If you do that, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, a lot of talent there, you know, because that means that probably if 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 if, if he's there, that that really essentially says that. Uh, Chase is off the board and Smith mm -hmm. is off the board. Right. If if he's if he's sitting there, because that that means somebody yeah. picked those two up. Yeah, Trey Lance is the other kid from Trey North Lance, Dakota yeah. State, and in, in in my scenario, he would have been taken already. Yep. All right. Uh, Philip Brooks checks in. That's my good brother, morning, man. fellas. Well, look, man, look at man. He's got that daggone Browns jersey on. Yep. Man. My, Number my ninety-eight. Brother, man. Yeah. I tell you what. Well, I'm to high sky sky. That's my niece. High sky sky. That's my baby, man. She. <laughs> She ain't feeling too good. Hey, put it like this, man. She um she was kind of she had a stomach virus yesterday, so she couldn't eat. So all she had to do was uh all she could do was just drink Gatorade. Oh. So <laughs> my mom, you know, my mom it you know usually feeds her all the time. So <laughs> she, mm -hmm. my mom said, Well, she kept on rubbing her stomach coming to him, Grandma, Grandma, you know, because she's only two and a half years old. Grandma, because she didn't understand why was she feeling hungry like that. They won't give her food. She was confused. <laughs> so she was pissed off because she couldn't eat. Right. And everybody else is eating food and she they keep giving her this, this, she this didn't Gatorade bottle. Yeah. yeah too Don't young give me this understand. Gatorade bottle anymore. I want food. So All she right. didn't understand why she was hungry and everybody else is eating. So. She was All a little right, well, bad yesterday. Hopefully she gets better. Hopefully Aton doesn't have that today, too. Well, that's what he said. He might have that. Because we're expecting him back tomorrow. Now, we got we to gotta run uh, another set of the uh, the commercials uh, to pay for this fabulous show. And then we're going to come back and wrap it up. And I want to wrap it up with the NBA Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, okay. Did you see the names, Barrett? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. All right. Well, I'll go through them with you when mm -hmm. we return. Uh, Xander's going to pop these up, and you're listening to uh, The Middle right here on phillyvoice.com slash The Middle.
Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The, the, the middle. The middle. That's what I told you, but I got a hangover, man. So what is this hangover? Bar. Yeah, what's with this hangover? Right, what, what, what happened yesterday? Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? what, what? Well, I took yeah. pineapple vodka with the pineapples, and I infused it for like a That's week too or much two. pineapple. Pineapple and, 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 is terrible. And it, was too, it, was, it was so sweet that you would just, just keep on drinking, and I just kept on drinking it. Do you say you took pineapple vodka and then infused it into pineapples? Yes. I mean, there's there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are <laughs> laughing at you, Barrett. He took pineapple vodka and infused <laughs> it into pineapples. Oh, I my. thought it would be a better taste. And it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast. Went down way too fast, oh, man. My. And next thing you know, man, next thing you know, three shades to the wind. See, watching Queen got... Latifah. Oh, my this God. That's the line of the day. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, we are back here on The Middle. Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks. Got about eight minutes left, only taking it right to the top. Uh, today, one hour of power, and this was a packed hour. Well, we oh. you talk about a lot of discussion, a lot of yeah, great yeah, topics. Yeah. Um, you know, we definitely got. We'll be back to the nonsense tomorrow, hopefully with Aton <laughs> back in a full two-hour show. I got Mike Kern coming on, uh, former Daily News great. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. We're going to talk a little college hoops with the Colonel, and tomorrow I think Parles is going to come on. We didn't we didn't have any fade Parles action today. Because normally he comes on in the second hour, and I didn't want to just force him in at, at a different time. So Aton and I agreed we'll bring him on tomorrow. No, well, that's, that that's right? good work. Yeah, that's good work, man. Because at this point, man, you know he he's become a he has his own cult following now. No doubt. You know, yeah, no doubt. I mean, following. he's he's part of the fabric of this show, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then Friday, I got Michael Bradley coming on. Everybody oh, loves yeah. when Michael Bradley comes on the show. Okay. Because he's, he's Mr. College Hoops, too. So we got to talk to him before the tournament. He's only available, apparently, on Thursdays and Fridays because of his teaching schedule. So I said, well, what we got to do this week, because by next Friday or Thursday, the tournament will have already been started. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So now the Hall of Fame 
finalists were announced in the NBA, Barrett, in these final six minutes. Paul Pierce, Chris Bosh, Chris Weber, Michael Cooper, uh, Lauren Jackson, Ben Wallace, and Yolanda Griffith are among the finalists for the 2021 class. And they also include um, Jay Wright is also oh. part of this class. How about that? Big time. There you go. Yeah. You know, we, 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 Villanova's finest. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's got two national championships. Uh, he's obviously a Hall of Fame. I'll tell you about Jay Wright, one of the greatest guys, one of the best guys. And it pains me to say that because he's Villanova. Okay. And I'm Temple. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm telling no. you, he's one of the greatest guys. And at first, I thought, you know, he's, he's just a recruiter. He can recruit, but can he coach? This guy has turned into one of the best basketball coaches college basketball has ever seen. Well, it's no joke. Know, there's no question, man. I mean, yeah. and especially with the era of, of one and dones uh, being, the, you know, usually the the the, the yeah. champions as far as, you know, winning it all. He doesn't and, deal in that. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he lets you know, you know, I mean, if you come in here, I mean, there might be a chance that, you know, he, he, you might have an opportunity as a one and done. If he, he would love to have one and done come to his program, mm -hmm. but it, you know, they understand if you come to a Jay Wright program, if you don't, do the things that would not just amplify you as a player, but if you don't play in a team concept, mm -hmm. then you he doesn't want you here. And that's right. that usually, you know, takes the one and done out of the equation because, you know, usually they think it's all about them and they're just trying to make it to the next level. He preaches a team concept. So because of that, it's hard for him to recruit those one and done um, national type of players. So he does it the hard way by mm -hmm. coaching guys up. And, you know, you know, you got to give him a lot of respect for that. No doubt about it. Now, uh, Paul Pierce, I mean, you know. I played against him in college. You did? Oh, yeah, that's I, right. You you played at Kansas State basketball yep. for a year, right? Yep, for a year. Oh, man. Unbelievable I, guy, too, man. Unbelievable, man. He, You know, he's a baller, man. But, oh, I mean, it, a killer. It, it, was, it was loosely stated that I played against him. I was on the bench watching him play. It was him and Jock Vaughn. So, I mean <laughs> – I mean, no. I mean, he may have took the ball out, and I kind of, you know, slapped his leg or something like that. You know, okay. What I mean? but, so but you I didn't get in. You didn't get in at garbage time against him or anything, or no, no. no. Mm -hmm. Well, who was the best player for your squad during that period of time? Mm, man, that was so long ago. Um, you know, actually, um, <laughs> Billy Ray, Billy Ray Smith. Okay. Yeah, All you right. know, his, his his son is uh, Zaire Smith, mm -hmm. former former Sixer and Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas Zaire, Tech. Zaire Smith. Yeah. yeah, Paul Pierce is a killer. Chris Bosh, great player, obviously. Chris Weber. When you think of Chris Weber, unfortunately, it's you think about, about you know, well, Michigan. The Michigan and the timeout that he yeah. thought he had and called in the in the finals against North Carolina. But yep. then you also, if you're a Sixer fan, remember fan appreciation night with him and AI. Right. Remember yep. that fiasco? Yep. Exactly. And man. he by the time he got to the Sixers, he had one leg. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here he was a he was a shell of himself. Well, that, but, that, that happened too much in AI's tenure here. Mm -hmm. Then he would get the players that were a shell of themselves, right? The, the, the Coleman's, you know, guys like that. Come on, man. Yeah, you know, so you, <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't even turn a faucet on if you wanted to, man. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> but, Michael yeah. Michael Cooper. Now you remember those Showtime Laker teams, right? I mean, this this is this is. Why is it taking this long for him to be there? I, that's you know? what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Think. You know, what, what do you think of first when you think of Michael Cooper? 
I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, that that he was the defensive guy in that show and go. He was the guy to go out there and shut everybody down. And right. then you had, you know, the show and go guys. Then you have Magic and all those guys making stuff happen. But he was, to me, he was the defensive specialist. He was. But what, what, what aspect about him? What's that? I don't know. The long socks. He wore oh, yeah. the socks all the way up to his <laughs> knees. Don't you remember that? Absolutely. Because that was a rarity. You know, like guys didn't wear that long socks. And you know why he did that, right? Why? Because his legs were so skinny. Is that why? <laughs> yes. His legs were so skinny that he had to bring them all the way up. You know, he almost had a little conscious about it. He was con- self-conscious about it. But, oh, I mean, great. why is Bill Russell? Well, Bill Russell, he's already in as a player. He was inducted in the mid-'70s, I want to say. Yeah, he's, yeah. Being, he's being put in again yeah. as a coach. Oh, Oh, I think because he was a coach of those Celtic teams towards yes. the end too, when they were winning championships with him, he was like a player coach. I think that's right. I want, I want to, I want to say that. So yeah, he's wow. being inducted for a second time, apparently. I'm about um, to say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Ben Wallace, Ben Wallace too, defense. great defensive player, oh, big, great. big time yeah. rebounder. You know, part of that championship team in what was that? Four time champion. Yep, four time champion. Ben Wallace, yeah, four times no, four time defensive player of the year. I'm sorry. Right, right. He he was on that uh, that team with Chauncey Billups that Larry yep. Brown coached, right, with yep. Rip Hamilton. Yeah, who Rip I think the guy. Those two other guys were were they were left off the finalist list. I think they just got weeded out. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good list. You know, it's not I mean? bad. Yeah. At this point, you know, I mean, I I love the fact that Jay Wright is there. I mean, that it, it, this is deservedly so, man. I. People don't understand. You I mean you should really understand the magnitude of what he's done. You know, Barry, I, I hate to tell you, but we're up against it. Oh. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a show if I didn't have to shut you down right. because we're up <laughs> against the break. But, all right, we'll be back tomorrow for a full two-hour show. We hope to have Aton back. We'll have Mike Kern. We'll have uh, Jeff Parles in his fade Parles spot. Uh, you've been listening to the Middle phillyvoice.com slash the Middle. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.